In order for you to create extraordinary results for next year and beyond, you got to get honest. You got to look back and you got to get clear about where you've been. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, a life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you've found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. What's up, family? Welcome to Unleashed with me, your host, Alexi Panos. And yes, we are at the end of 2020. Wow, what a year it has been. The date of recording this episode is December 29th. So whether you're listening in real time or you're coming back a little late, don't you worry. There's so much goodness in this episode. And this is part one of a three-part series I'm doing for you guys to set you up for a powerful new year. So this series, this episode is all about reflection. For those of you who really want to kick off 2021 powerfully and set some powerful goals for the next 12 months, you've got to know where you're coming from. You've got to know what kind of year you've had, how you've spent your time, where you've invested your energy, your money, your mind. This is so important and so critical. And unfortunately, it's something that a lot of people don't do. They want to skip over this part and just get to the sexy part, which is setting goals and, you know, getting their body back and all the things. But truthfully, until you get really honest about where you're at and where you've been, you can't get to where you're going because the trajectory isn't real. It's not honest. You don't know how far you've actually got to go. So in order to get that destination really locked in, you've got to know where you're starting. So the first part I want you to do for this three-part series is to look back at 2020. Think about how you spent your year. And what I want you to focus on first is your highlight reel. Now, this is one of my favorite parts of the reflection exercise because this is like finding a bunch of little surprises that you forgot that you had. And I love to look through my phone because I like to capture a lot of my memories in my cell phone with my my photos. So I go back and I look through all my photos and I really just write down a list of like, oh yeah, I did this thing. I met up with this person. I had this amazing girl's date. I had this amazing date with my husband. I spent this time with my son at the park and just like really getting clear about what your highlights are from the year. Like what brought you joy? What brought you life? What had you feeling so nourished and taken care of? And you can look through your photos. You can look through your calendar, any appointments you set. Um, Maybe it's top of mind for you, but I don't know if you're like me, my memory is like, (laughs) my mind's got a million things happening in there. So it's helpful for me to look through the history in my photos and my calendar. So that's step one, your highlight reel. And I want you to write it down and really look at it and read through it when you're done. Like read through each and everything and just feel the gratitude for being alive and being able to experience 
this level of magic in your life. And it doesn't have to be huge moments like, you know, you took a trip to wherever because, hey, it's 2020. And a lot of us had a very different year than what we're used to. But maybe it's the small things, you know, maybe it's it's that time that you baked cookies with your kids over Christmas. Maybe it's that special walk you had with your partner where you cleared the air of some stuff that's been bothering you or you've been stuffing under the rug. Like it doesn't have to be sparkly and, you know, unicorns and rainbows and butterflies. It can be something really subtle, but that just had you feel enlivened or peaceful or joyful or nourished. So really get clear on that. Allow yourself to experience in your body the gratitude for being alive and being able to have those moments with yourself and with the people you love. All right, part two to reflection is looking at your failures or your breakdowns. Now, I like to use the word failures because I think a lot of people are allergic to that word. They hate the word fail. They don't want to fail at all costs. And what happens is they end up becoming a perfectionist and they set their world up so perfectly, so perfectly controlled where nothing can go wrong. And and unfortunately, when your world's set up that way, you don't grow, you don't stretch, you don't earn more, you don't achieve more, you don't learn more, you don't meet new people because you're so controlled and you're so sticking to what you know that you don't necessarily expand. So failure for me is a word I love to use because it it has me just reassociate what failure means. And to me, failure is maybe not having things work out so well, but learning a powerful lesson and being able to apply that lesson moving forward. So anytime I fail, instantly my brain goes, you're about to get better. So when I say failure, my brain goes, cool, you're about to get better. And that feels really good for me. So if that's a practice you want to take on, that's something that's worked for me. It's like a little life hack, a little mindset hack that has done wonders for me because I am not afraid to fail, which means I'm not afraid to try. So anyone who knows me really well knows that I'm constantly putting things out. I'm constantly trying new things. I'm constantly trying out new ideas, new concepts, new identities, new all the things because that's how I grow and that's how I learn and that's how I become better. Um, if you don't like the word failures, feel free to use the word breakdown because a breakdown means that you know something's not working right now, but a breakdown always leads to a breakthrough. So that's the powerful reframe on that is a breakthrough is right around the corner of any breakdown. So what I want you to do for this is to Create a list and you can like take a sheet of paper, cut it right down the middle. On one side, you'll put failures or breakdowns. And on the other side, you'll put lessons or breakthroughs. And what I want you to do is literally just one for one, write down, boom, breakdown. My partner and I split up. Right next to it in the next column, breakthrough. I discovered who I actually am without him or without a partner because... In my entire life, I've always kind of taken on the identity of my partner. Now, that's an example, right? It could be something big like a breakup. It could be something big like I did a launch in my business and, you know, got crickets. But what did you learn from that? Like, what did you learn that went right? What did you learn that went wrong? What can you take with you as a golden nugget of wisdom into this next year that we're stepping into? Because 
it's only truly a failure in the sense of the word that most people understand it as if you don't apply the lesson. But if you apply the lesson, it's wisdom and it's wisdom well learned in the body. And there is no greater teacher than that. So that is part two. And again, I want you to take some time with this. Pause this episode. If you need to come back to it um, or write down all the steps and then go off somewhere in the woods or you know, by the water and, and do this process yourself. But I really want you to honor yourself and take the time to really look back at the lessons that you can excavate from this year. You know, 2020 was a tough year for a lot of people. A lot of people went through a lot of loss, a lot of disillusionment, um, a loss of hope. Um, Just, I mean, so many things. I'm just thinking back to the year and my brain's kind of exploding right now and thinking about how much came to the surface for all of us. And it forced us to take a deeper look at a lot of the areas of our lives that we were just kind of coasting through. So what a blessing that in uh, in and of itself 2020 was. So that's part two. Now, I want you to think about part three. Now, this is part three, and there's going to be a few sections to part three. Part three is essentially a, a life list. All right, uh, life categorization. We're going to rate where we're at in each category of our lives from a scale of one to 10. Now, this may seem really simple, but for me, this is always really powerful because it gets you real honest about the areas that you've been coasting through, the areas that you've been looking past or pushing to the side in order to launch your business, or you push to the side because maybe you're in a new relationship. Whatever the case may be, it's really powerful that we look at the different areas of our lives and get really clear and specific about where we feel we're at. You know, are we completely unsatisfied? Maybe we're one or two on this scale and we need to make some changes. Or maybe we're kicking ass and we're eight, nine, ten, right? We feel really good. But I want you to think about each of these topics and I'm going to list them off. I want you to write them down and then next to them, you're going to scale it from a scale of one to 10, one being completely dissatisfied, you're failing, everything is like not working or a 10, you're crushing it. Okay. So the first category is your health. And I want you to think about your health in broad terms. So not just your body, not just how fit you are, but how you feel. Do you feel energized? Do you feel uh, nourished? Do you feel peaceful? Do you feel like you have a sense of a peace of mind in your life? Or do you feel like you're kind of rushing, rushing, rushing? Because I know some people that are really healthy in terms of fitness and their body and they're like crushing their gym goals. But they're stressed out and they're missing the the inner health that's happening. They're constantly burning the candle. They're constantly missing out on sleep. They're on their phone all day and all night. And that is health too. So I want you to think about health in broad strokes here. Consider your body, the level of fitness you're at from the exterior standpoint, what it looks like. But what it feels like, the interior, how do you feel on the inside? Do you feel vital, strong, healthy, peaceful, calm, um, joyful? How do you feel in that sense? So that's your health. Category number two is love. 
How do you feel about love in your life? Now this, I want you to think about romantic love. How do you feel about your partner? If you are partnered up, how do you feel about that partnership? Do you feel like you guys are really connected right now and really in integrity with with what you say you are and who you say you are and what you say you want for each other? Or do you feel like there's a disconnect? Do you feel like there's a lot of unsaids? Do you feel like there's an area that's out of integrity with your partner? So this is a big one, okay? Um, Also, I'm going to add this in now. I was going to say it later, but I want you to jot down anything that comes to your mind, like top of mind, in terms of like for your health, if you're like, oh my gosh, you know, my heart hurts. Like I feel the stress on my heart. Anything that comes to mind that's, that's top of mind for you in your love. If there's something I say that triggers something for you, if there's something that you know off the cuff, like I lied to my partner about this thing and I need to clear the air, like write anything next to that category and that number that's top of mind for you. Okay. So first category was health. Second is love. Third is your work or your career. So again, just what's the first thing that comes to mind? Like, are you feeling really connected to it? Are you feeling maybe in a gray area? Maybe you're like questioning what you want to do next. Maybe you're like feeling really disillusioned with the work you have been doing and it's time for a shift. Rank honestly, and, and this goes for all categories. If you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to be able to change. And it's like anything, you know, I I think to the addiction model, when people are healing from addiction, step number one is you've got to admit that there's a problem. And until you admit that there's a problem, you cannot change anything. And that's huge, guys. That is massive. So I'm going to remind you, stay honest throughout this process. Next category is your finances. Oh, I love this one. This is one that um, I'm super excited about. Actually, I've got a whole series on money coming out soon for you guys because I've been really taking my money and my family's money game up to all sorts of new levels. And I can't wait to share that with you. So stay tuned for that. But right now I want you to tune into your finances. Where do you feel like you're at? Scale of one to 10 and be honest. Do you know how much debt you have? Do you know how much you spend every month? Do you know how much you earn every month? Do you know that you spend less than what you earn? Or are you spending more than what you earn? Do you have investments? Do you have an emergency fund? Do you have money put aside for something really important to you? Are you frivolously spending on takeout and delivery and Amazon purchases or whatever it might be? Get honest and again, write anything that comes top of mind to you as I'm saying this, because I want you again to get honest. You, you can't make any changes until you admit that there's a problem. All right. Next category is family. Where are you at with your family? Now, this could be your immediate family if you've got kids and a partner, or this could be your extended family if you're single, no kids. If you've got an extended family, Perfect. Whoever you consider your family, I want you to really think about how connected are you to them? Where do you feel like you're at with them? Do you feel a distance, a chasm between you, or do you feel connected? Do you feel loving? Do you feel honest? Do you feel like you can be yourself? Like whatever comes up for you in these categories, again, write it next to that. The next category is friends and social life. 
And the next one is intellectual growth. I'm going to kind of speed through these a little bit just because I want I want you to go through this process in your own time. But friends and social life, that's obvious, right? Intellectual growth, this one may not be so obvious. So are you growing? Are you learning? Are you challenging your beliefs? Are you sticking to the categories you've always stuck to? And, and you know, for instance, I'll give you an example. I remember probably about, probably about 10 years ago at this point, I was really deep into my personal growth. I was reading a book a week. Um, you know, at, at that point I had read like a thousand plus books on personal development. I was taking all sorts of courses and practicing and studying and learning. I felt like I was growing so much. But when I did this, and this process is a piece of my ritual I do every New Year's. But when I did this particular piece of my ritual, I really sat with it because the surface answer could be I was out of 10, right? I was crushing it. I'm learning all the time, growing. I'm taking courses, da, 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 right? But when I really sat with it and I really thought about it, call it my high standards or my Virgo tendencies to, to look into the details. But I looked and I said, you know what? I, I'm not really challenging myself outside of my beliefs. I'm sticking to my lane that I love and I'm diving deep into it and I'm growing so much. Absolutely. But one of my values is also curiosity. So how curious have I been outside of what I know? So for those of you, if you're listening to this podcast, my assumption is you're into personal development, you're into self-growth and transformation, which is awesome. But how curious have you been about anything outside of that? And this really opened up a whole world for me over a decade ago because this is when I really expanded my wealth of knowledge and wisdom in the spiritual arts. And I say that because, you know, a decade ago, I was a pretty hardcore atheist um, and proud, <laughs> you know, like pretty hardcore. Um, I was reading all sorts of books from the the top atheist thinkers and writers and um, personal development and all the things. And personal development, for the most part, stays stays out of spirituality and religion. And what I recognized after doing this particular exercise was like, holy cow, I I am so shut off from this particular aspect because I've got a belief about it, right? God does not exist in the way that people think God exists. And so I said, what if I got curious about that? What if I opened up my mind a little bit and expanded my thought around this and just got curious and just learned a little bit more and um, opened my heart up to it? And it changed everything because what it did was it brought such depth to my transformation. It brought such depth to my learning. And it actually had me change my viewpoint on God and spirituality in general. So I, I say this as a reminder that on the surface, in any of these categories, you may think you're crushing it and you very well might be in one lane. But the invitation is to look further and to go, but where could I do better? Where could I grow and expand more? And that's the invitation for you. So intellectual growth, the next category, spiritual growth now, I added this category because of this whole story I just shared with you, because I recognize like, man, like it is separate from intellectual. And that's that was the big aha for me. It's like, I can grow my mind all day and my mind is a beast. 
right? I, I can keep up with the best of them. However, if I'm not growing spiritually and if my soul doesn't feel like it's expanded and grounded, the mind doesn't mean much, right? It's only going to get me so far in life and it's going to always have me feeling disconnected from something greater than myself. So spiritual growth is the next category. So whatever that means for you, it could be religion. If you practice a particular religion, it could mean your rituals and practices. It could mean connecting to your ancestors, medicine work you do, whatever it is for you, that is your personal practice. All right, next category is emotional life. Where are you at with your emotional life? That means, do you feel emotionally expressed? Do you feel like you are being honest with how you've been feeling lately? Or do you even know how you've been feeling lately? How are you in terms of your connection to the world that's going on inside? Inside your heart, it's inside your gut, inside your brain. There's a whole world happening in there. And unfortunately, most of us are so caught up in our externalized world that we miss the emotional world that's happening. And when our emotional world gets um, ignored, it creates these storms, these hurricanes that are just brewing underneath the surface. And if we don't look at it and acknowledge our emotional life and our emotional world, what happens is we have blowouts. Um, we have burnout. <laughs> we have all sorts of ailments that show up as dis-ease in the body. So the emotional life is really important. So I want you to tune in for a second and take stock of that. And our final category is play. So play, this is so important. And I added this in later on in my ritual, I'd say within the last probably five years, because I'm serious about my growth. I'm serious about you know, making an impact in this world and leaving a legacy and raising incredible children and being a good partner. Like I'm serious about my life and sometimes to a fault, right? I know how to have fun, but I used to reserve my fun and my play for when the serious time was over. You know, when I got all the things done, when I was done being a responsible adult, then I could have fun and play. And I recognize that life is amazing without fun and play, but it's incredible and magical and so inspirational when you add fun and play into each and every day. So take stock of that and see where you're at with that. All right. So this was a lot for part one, the reflection part of your year. Remember, you are looking at your highlights. You're creating your highlight reel, as I like to call it. You're writing it down. It's important to write it down because I really want you to be able to look at this, this list and feel that gratitude in your body for it. And for some of you that may go through this exercise and recognize like, oh my God, I worked my entire year. Like I have two highlights or, you know, I can't think of any highlights or I didn't take any pictures or I didn't do anything. I didn't meet up with anyone. Amazing. What an amazing gift to go, holy shit, it gets to be different. I'm going to make 2021 different. And again, this is why reflection is so important because if we just keep doing the same old thing, we're going to keep creating the same results. And if you want different results, you got to know what you're doing right now and what you've been doing so that you don't create the same results. And that's why reflection, that's why this part one is so important. 
So part two, you're looking at those failures or breakdowns and you're going, okay, where did I fall on my face this year? Where did I hit my wall? Where did I try and fail? And what did I learn? How do I want to apply that? This is a huge piece of the reflection. And then of course, one of my favorite is the life audit, taking stock of where you're at with your family, your friends, your social life, your work, your career, finances, love, health spiritual growth, intellectual growth, your emotional life, and fun and play. Now, once you do this reflection, all three parts of this exercise, I want you to take some time and think, sit with it, journal, write down what's coming up for you around what you excavated from your past, from this year. What are you realizing? What are you noticing? What patterns are you seeing in your life? Where else has this shown up? Is this a pattern that's been playing out for the last 5, 10, 15 years? Is this something new this year because of maybe our external circumstances of COVID or all the things that have happened this year? Really take stock. What are you noticing? And this is an important piece because, again, in order for you to create extraordinary results for next year and beyond, you got to get honest. You got to look back. And you got to get clear about where you've been. All right, guys, I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed part one of this three-part series for the new year. For those of you that love this, make sure you screenshot it, share it in Instagram. Let me know what your big takeaway was. And for those of you who want to dive deeper into this work and really, really step up and take 2021 to a whole new level, I'm opening up a program called Amplify with my husband, Preston Smiles, and we actually haven't done an online program together since we've been together about eight years ago, Um, but we are doing Amplify together. It's an eight-week program where you get weekly coaching from the both of us, where you get to be in a container with amazing humans all over the world who are committed to raising their vibration changing the frequency of your magnetism so that you can attract the life you want. And that's not just stuff to be clear, because I'm not about just attracting stuff. I'm about attracting what really matters. I'm talking about the love of your life, the joy of your life, the work of your life, the friends of your life. Like be a magnet for what truly matters in this world and all the stuff will be extra. So Amplify is all about that. It's all about how we amplify the truest, most authentic expression of who you are so that you can attract the truest, most authentic expression of your life. So if you want to jump in, go to timetoamplify.me and type in the code amplify now all caps and that'll give you $500 off this program we start January 11th we've only got a few spots left but we are loving this container you guys are going to get weekly challenges to be in action in your life practicing the tools that we're going to teach you and you're going to get crazy amazing distinctions and tools to really give you the insight and the why of how this whole thing works so time to amplify.me. You'll type in the code amplify now at checkout. That's all caps to get 500 off. Make sure you join soon because we will be closing the container soon. We start January 11th and I can't wait to work with you if you feel like this is for you. And as a bonus, you get your breakthrough year. It's a workbook and planning guide to create your best year yet. It's a literally a freaking 
minefield, 44 pages of my exact yearly ritual that I do. I'm sharing it with everybody that joins Amplify because I want you guys to really have a breakthrough year. And a breakthrough year creates a breakthrough life because it creates the momentum you need to change the human you are so that everything you do from that point forward is changed. So I love you guys. I'll see you on part two of this episode. Talk to you then.